0: Welcome to the podcast. This is very exciting. Today we are, I think, talking a little bit more underappreciated animation because we're trying something different today on the obscure animation, underappreciated animation we are talking about the world of television animation. And this has been actually something I've wanted to cover for quite a while, but I don't have time on my channel to cover a whole season of television very often, or the time to watch a whole season. Yeah. I'm too busy watching Christmas movies. <laughs> right. I can't watch whole seasons of television. Uh, and so uh, I, I've been wanting to do this, but I couldn't figure out the right way and uh, so we were trying to think of what to talk about in October for obscure animation, and we came up, or came up with the idea of looking at five pilots for five popular shows, and seeing if we thought they did a good job of kind of introducing us to the show. making us want to watch the show. And so I'm really excited to see how this turns out. It's going to be very, it's going to be an interesting discussion. And. Stanford, thanks so much for joining me to talk about this. Oh,
1: thank you, Rachel, for having me uh on the podcast. I'm really excited to talk to you about this too, because it's it's different and it puts me out of my comfort zone too. Because while I do try to take some time to watch some TV animation, I uh I just don't watch a lot. I, you know, yeah. with, with with my discretionary time, I'm always watching movies. <laughs> right. And so so uh this was really this was r- really fun.
0: Yeah. Well, I much prefer. Uh, movies to television in general even yeah me television tele tele tv movies i'd be like movies are my favorite tv movies are my second favorite and then (laughs) there's not that many shows that i i follow uh you know where i'm watching them every single week uh there's definitely shows that when i catch them uh, i will enjoy them uh i this week we reviewed uh with uh Palo, youtuber palostino reviewed the french is magic uh the uh the finale so that was really fun and uh i i've you know been a huge fan of the simpsons for forever i so i'll try to watch that whenever i can i i loved star wars rebels I was a, I was a huge fan of that show so there's some but and some that we'll talk about that i was a pretty big fan of and but i don't know i just i just even the shows that i was a pretty big fan of i would go long gaps where i would miss like Frenchman's is magic i liked quite a bit and there were like three seasons i didn't watch it
2: at all <laughs> so i don't know what are you gonna do right <laughs> but
0: anyway so this we just thought would be a fun sort of experiment. and I, I do think especially with animation animated shows, it's very easy to kind of push them aside and uh, and kind of I don't know, especially because they they're kind of the only bastion aside from indie films and maybe anime of the 2D animation.
1: Yeah. Days. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. 2D animation, and then, you know, kudos to, I think, to Cartoon Network, and then to just a lot of the other mm-hmm. kind of these parent companies that are 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 funding animation. That I think they're looking for some really individual voices. Yeah. And and that I think has been a really interesting trend over the last decade, in particular. Even though I think it's been going on for a while, but yeah, but uh, it just seems like so much of these animated programs that are on now are really w- unique. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, there's no doubt about it. And you have the, the real diversity with everything for, f- from Rick and Morty, you've got your uh, robot chicken, you're kind of adult
2: uh-huh. Jack
0: horseman Ho- horseman, yes. really adult themed animation uh archer stuff like that mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and then you have actually you could even go south park maybe in there you have that adult themed animation and then everything to stuff for your pre-k kind of a thing you right
2: mm-hmm,
0: your aquanauts and stuff like that mm-hmm. <laughs> your, yeah uh, your really really little stuff and so there really is quite a quite a variety in styles and we just picked five shows that we felt like were very popular and uh and some of them i definitely have more experience with than others
1: yeah same but here
0: i tried my best to kind of think uh from the the aspect of just looking at the pilot i tried it's a little hard but uh, but we want you guys listening to tell us whether you think first of all that the pilot is a very good example of the show tell us where we're crazy and we gotta you know give we gotta watch more of the show or whatever it might be uh we want your feedback especially if you're a fan uh of of the uh, series and you tell us more that because that will be really really fun yes well i kind of developed three questions about the pilot so the first question we have to ask ourselves is how well does it establish the characters. So then we have to ask is the world building and lore appealing? And then finally we have how much does it make me want to watch more episodes? So it's kind of an interesting interesting experiment.
1: Yes. So. Agreed. <laughs> I thought they, I thought they were great questions and and yeah, you know, as you mentioned, you 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 had you had proposed these before we before we watched, mm-hmm. uh, you know these these individual pilots respectively, and I thought that was a really good idea, Rachel. Yeah.
0: So all right, well let's dive in. Okay, the first show that we're going to talk about is Gravity Falls, and Gravity Falls is uh, a show that was uh, designed created by Alex Hirsch, animator Alex Hirsch. And it ran from 2012 to 2016, which makes it sound longer than it is because one of the problems that the show had was that the episodes were very erratic and uh, they uh, they would appear all of a sudden there would just be two shows. I mean, two episodes. And then it would be months. Yeah.
1: Right? Without, a, without a new episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, it, it, it sounds like, oh, they must have had four seasons, maybe even more. Some shows no. have two runs a year, kind of two seasons a year, but they only ended up with two seasons. Two
1: full seasons that yeah. were spread out over a four-year period. Yep. Yeah.
0: And uh, evidently, I mean, we have to just trust Alex. Alex. Uh, at his word, Alxhurst at his word, that there was only that's what he wanted was to only do the two seasons.
2: Yeah, yeah that's and what he got.
0: And yeah. ended on the note that he wanted. <laughs> of course, most of us that were fans of the show were uh, like wanting
1: what? more. We want more. <laughs> we want
2: more.
1: Yeah, don't take it away. Yes. Yeah. But
0: you know, that's what he felt, I guess. Uh if uh Cause they're definitely, I wanted to do wander over yonder on this, uh-huh. but I just felt like that adventure time was the more obvious choice because yeah. it ran for 10 years. And, uh, but that was one where definitely got taken away before the artists were ready for uh,
1: it. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: like it was still finding its groove and, God, and it was and such a good show. It really. It's such a, such a clever show. Uh-huh. I love Craig McCracken's work, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I love the Powerpuff Girls, the original one yes. that he did on Cartoon Network. Yeah. And um, you know, I know he was involved with uh, other other programs on Cartoon Network too, but I he, yeah. he's got such a distinctive voice and and uh, I agree. Yeah. You
0: know. Yeah, and at least with this, he ended with the Weird Weirdmageddon Part 1, Part 2, and Part 3, which is brilliant. Yeah. Uh all three of those. And so there's sort of a feeling of finality in what he did so i guess i take him at his word but anyway the the uh pilot uh is called is uh described as when dipper and mabel pines arrive to spend their summer break in the remote town of gravity falls oregon mabel's suspiciously weird new boyfriend causes the twins to come face to face with the town's strange and uncanny secrets.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great description, and and, yeah. and, and, and uh, this this yeah this episode is entitled "Tourist Trapped." Mm-hmm. And you know, so we you know we meet, of course, we meet all the main characters. We meet uh, Dipper and his twin sister Mabel, uh, who are both just such great characters don't you think i mean soup and nuts there's they're both they're both just terrific
0: so great uh, and i love jason ritter and kristen's shit oh, their
1: amazing. voice the voice talent is so top-notch mm-hmm. they do such yeah they really bring the characters uh to life sure. yeah
0: well and i'll always be grateful for dipper because i can wear cosplay with tennis shoes <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the that's easiest right. cosplay ever. <laughs> cosplay. You got that awesome Dipper hat and everything. Yeah. It's so, it's yeah so perfect. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so basically, the main plot of this is that uh Dip uh, that Mabel starts uh, starts dating or being interested in this guy that's looking a little <laughs> weird, and his name it's is Norm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. It just goes to show how clever the show is, because the whole time Dipper is very concerned about Mabel dating a zombie, when in reality, when they finally get to the big reveal, he's not a zombie, he's a bunch of gnomes.
1: He's a bunch of gnomes that stack up on top of each other.
0: (laughs) 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 Yes. And uh, and it turns out they want their gnomes that want to make Mabel their queen, <laughs> and yep. so it's it's really weird and crazy. It's
1: so weird, but it's so funny. And yeah. well, and also then in this first episode, Dipper discovers the book, yes, that yeah. that's loaded journal. with all these quote unquote secrets of of Gravity Falls, yeah, and so. So of course, one of the first things Dipper finds in the book is the statement "Trust no one," and so it immediately puts him on guard. I mean, he's kind of a paranoid personality anyway, and uh, it puts yeah. him on guard with 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 Mabel's new boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> but that whole the whole scene, I mean, I, uh, it's just structured so well because it the, it opens up with. Uh, something that happens you know n- near like three-fourths of the way through uh-huh. and then you know and then it, and then it tells you the backstory but just the, the narrative's so good the writing is so good on that show I mean it, it's I think I just everything is good in Gravity Falls mm-hmm. I think uh it's really solid and I think even though I wanted more I appreciate it I always felt like every episode Really fit into the fabric of what they wanted the overall story to be. I never really felt like some stuff was kind of like just thrown in. Yeah, you know, I always felt like everything had really, truly had a plan. Some shows I don't feel that way. I feel like they're they're winging this as they go. Sure, you know, there's no doubt. But but I I I just was reminded about that because I honestly, Rachel, I'd never seen the pilot. I've seen other a whole bunch of other episodes Mm -hmm. from both seasons, but I'd never I've never seen the pilot before. So this was a hoot for me. I, I, I just loved it.
0: Yeah, if I if I had seen it, it had been a long time ago. Yeah, I saw it way back in probably two thousand twelve. Uh, yeah, a long long time ago, and uh, yeah, I mean I just love Mabel so much. I feel like oh. she's uh, an in a character that could ha- be like. I don't I don't like the whole phrase the Flanderization because sure. I don't think that's giving Ned Flanders enough credit. Like I think right. there's a more to his character than yeah, that. Right. But the concept of it is this sort of this character that is just kind of just such so one note all the time that he's just that he's basically a just a total cliche. You know exactly what they're gonna do, you know, you know, kind of a thing. And I feel like she could have easily been that, but I don't know if it's the, the voice or if it's the continuing changing sweaters or the <laughs> just something so great about her. And yeah. I love how in this how like the the goat keeps like eating her sweater and like she's like little it. jokes like that. And she's like, Why are you doing that? And I don't know. There's just something great about her that
2: Yeah, meals, I will yeah.
1: I I agree with you. Mabel, there's something special about her because she she could just have instantly gone into annoying mm-hmm. and then, you know, become an annoying yeah. instead. She's this endearing character that you really, really love, and yeah. and I I love how this this one too, when, when they're having to fight off the gnomes, they're in they're in they're in uh, uncle, their Uncle Stan, you know, Grunkle Stan, their great uncle. I love that Grunkle, mm-hmm. uh, and of course the name Stan always you know it resonates because that's my sure, name. yeah. <laughs> and, and actually, I had it. I'm named after my uncle Stanford, who uh, was Uncle Stan, and so my uncle Stan was, was, was not like grunkle Stan, you know, but still. Yeah.
2: Such yeah, a wonderful man. Yeah. And,
1: and, uh, always makes me smile, you know, what just just when uncle Stan's on, mm-hmm. <laughs> on the <Yeah>. show, <laughs> but anyway, I love that how they're in that golf cart and all those hundreds of gnomes are chasing him and they're, they're punching him off, and they're smack talking these gnomes, which is yeah. so—I don't know—it's just so yeah. funny. So good. <laughs> yeah, they're just calling these horrible names, and they're just not—they're just not messing around. And I just—I yeah. thought that was so fun, you know. <laughs> so yeah.
0: Yeah, it was really good, and I loved the little awkward hug that Dipper and Mabel have. <laughs> and That was so cute. I love that.
1: It's so cute.
0: Yeah, and also we get to meet uh, Zeus and Wendy. Zeus
1: and Wendy who mm-hmm. work at who work at the Mystery Shack.
0: Who we get to we get to see later on, and are yeah. really really fun characters. Great
1: characters. Mm-hmm.
0: And just the whole atmosphere of it all. I I feel like it's almost similar to sort of the same kind of atmosphere of something like ghostbusters where there's sort of a supernatural in kind of everyday in environments with a lot of humor kind of mixed in i mean i i i I kind of think ghostbusters is a little bit overrated just all of the hoopla oh my gosh but but that concept of sort of the ordinary mixed in with sort of whimsical
1: Uh spooky (laughs) Yeah, I agree. It's the, the setting is re- introduced really well, I think, in the pilot. And, yeah, and and it, and it carries on through the whole through the whole series. For yeah, sure. I agree mm-hmm. with you. I I really like how that's done.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, and I I loved at the end too when, so Grunkle Stan says you can pick out a you've been said so great you I can know. pick out a gift <laughs> at the store, and that's when you see, uh, Dipper get his. His hat, his very yeah. famous yeah, hat. Yeah,
1: he gets the he gets the hat. I I, I love, I love so that cute. Again, I had never seen this pilot that I was aware of. And I just thought, oh, that's where he gets the hat. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: So let's talk about our questions. Yes. <laughs> How well does it establish the characters?
1: Oh, I think it establishes them perfectly. because mm-hmm. uh, well, at least the three main characters, you know, Dipper, Mabel, and Grunkle Stan. We get to see those and, and we, we get to meet Zeus and Wendy, as you mentioned, but we don't really learn a lot about them, but that's okay. Yeah. I think we kind of establish their vibe, you know, kind of how they, how they're going to be and kind of their attitudes towards yeah. working at the mystery shack and just kind of life in general. But yeah, I, what, what do you
0: think? I do. I think I gave it a nine out of 10
1: Yeah, uh, because
0: yeah. I think it does very well because it's not really an ensemble show. Sure, there's supporting players, but it's a really Dipper and and Mabel's journey.
1: Yeah, it's about story. Dipper and Mabel. So yeah,
0: sure. in this pilot, as opposed to we'll talk about Friends of Miss Magic, that is an ensemble show. Mm-hmm. Uh where you have the main six and everything. And so uh so yeah, I think uh, it kind of needed to to just establish their characters and their relationship and I think it does a great job of that so what do you think about the world building and lore do you find that appealing
1: personally i find i find it really appealing and i i just think as i mentioned i always just have felt every episode i watch that this show has a direction Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and and they're keeping to it yeah and so and and I thought that was really well established in the opening episode. Frankly, I think it gets established in the opening credits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, which is a real trick. I think that's, you know, that's hard to do. And I think that they really, they really ace that. And then we, we you know, every, every episode, I know it's kind of a hallmark of, of, of the show. Brings up some other new thing like, oh, wow, what's this about? Yeah. You know, like the very end of, of this one, when, when Grunkle Stan, goes back into a secret room behind the vending machine uh Mm -hmm. like oh wow what in the world is you know what's going on with that and and uh so i i'd give give it either a a nine or a ten personally Mm -hmm. on the world building just because i thought that they set up the the mystery of it and the interest of it really well because again just every episode brings them something new but uh, yeah
0: when i was watching the show as a fan i i said that i felt like this was as close to an animated Doctor Who, yeah, than we'd ever well, get. Yeah, I, I think I think that that's true. Yeah, uh, I give it an eight out of ten just because I think it's slightly stronger with characters than with lore. But it's it's really strong. It's an A, you know, whatever whatever an A right. is. It's it's right. just, it's just strong. Uh, so and how much does it make you want to watch more episodes?
1: For me, it was ten. I mean, because yeah. because again, just going off of the off of watching this pilot. I wanted to keep watching it. Had I had time, I think I would have, Yeah, same. Uh, uh, Yeah, because I just, I always felt that. And and in fact, as you had mentioned with the, with how it was getting released, because I was watching some of these shows basically, you know, quote unquote live. I mean, they'd play them multiple times, but, you know, watching them on, on, you know, Disney XD and the Disney Channel, or they're they're playing them. And um, it was really frustrating because you'd have to wait you know mm-hmm. and again not that i don't mind necessarily waiting the week because i mean that's just i know that's old school but still when you, when it's months that's a, that's yeah. a bummer <laughs>
0: yeah it it was definitely frustrating and so erratic you never knew when you were gonna get an episode yeah yeah it was uh it was weird yeah, i don't know what was going on but uh but anyway yeah so let's talk about uh, Star versus the forces of evil. Okay so this was also on Disney XD. This was created by Darren Nefke and uh, and uh, developed by uh, Jordana Arkin and Dave Wasson. and it like I said aired on Disney XD. Uh, it was the first Disney XD series created by a woman and the third overall for Disney television animation Uh, because Pepper Ann and Doc McStuffins which are both you know smaller children shows Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because I was going to mention and we were talking about Mabel because I feel like Mabel's character is very similar to the character of Sue Heck on the middle I don't know if you ever watched
2: that show yes
1: yes she is I agree I've I've only seen like a handful of episodes of the middle but yes yeah. i know exactly who. <laughs> yeah. i loved
0: the middle and talk about a show that had a brilliant finale perfect uh but i loved the middle and i loved sue heck's character in the middle and i feel like there's very similar to mabel and sue heck is played by eden sheer who is the voice of star butterfly a, a star. star
1: yeah yep.
0: in star which Force was
1: brilliant casting mm-hmm. Yeah yeah
0: yeah definitely and so here is and i am i i i followed star versus the forces of evil i uh it had four seasons and uh, just recently had its its finale so
1: yeah it was just earlier this year wasn't it yeah Mm yeah
0: uh and i was a bit spotty (laughs)
1: You know, I it would, it. wouldn't
0: watch every episode but uh but i would catch it and i i still actually haven't watched the finale uh i just haven't gotten around to watching the season yet so it's a problem i because i've just been so busy with so many things yeah uh, but but anyway this pilot is star comes to earth slash party with a pony so it's got two eleven 11 minute yeah
1: there's two episodes. two, yeah which is basically what every episode like it was like of that show right then they do two yeah. kind yes. of two smaller stories shorter mm-hmm. stories yeah, yeah.
0: And the first one, on her 14th birthday, Princess Star Butterfly receives a magical wand. But when she sets fire to the castle, she is sent to Earth to train. There she enrolls in Echo Creek Academy, where the principal pairs her with Marco Diaz, a reputed safe kid. Upon befriending Marco, Star ends up discovering his skills when she is attacked by Ludo and his army of monsters. And uh, so the uh, uh you have the the, yeah the sort of the setup of star with her powers and everything on uh her planet she gets the magic wand for her birthday and everything goes wrong and how did you feel about sort of the setup here with star as a character
1: well i thought you know clearly it's it sets up the story because again i i've seen episodes of star uh Versus the forces of evil but I, i'd never seen this pilot so mm-hmm. uh I, I i thought it set up you know kind of the relationship with her her parents well and then why she gets sent to earth and uh i, I thought it was okay it seemed mm-hmm. it, it didn't i didn't really see a lot of there ain't really any any holes. you uh-huh. know, kind of like any plows with it, and it's like oh, okay, I get yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I think it, what it does the best this first episode is establishing that dynamic between Marco and. Yes, I going to say
1: that. That to me was was probably the most interesting thing to see how they how they get that dynamic established because clearly the other episodes I watched that dynamic that dynamic was already there, you know, yeah. which, with the with the two of them.
0: Right. Yeah, and so he's kind of the he's kind of the nervous type he's the kind of the the, and then she's you know kind of crazy and he's got a sort of control sort of controller a little bit kind of a thing which is dynamic that you see quite a bit uh your uh i don't know whether it's uh you know like the odd couple or the big bang theory or you kind of have that sort of
1: dynamic even kind of like kim possible and ron stop in a way in a way even though marco's a very different kind of character you know i don't Mm -hmm. think he's quite as necessarily as nervous or you know but, but yeah and so
0: then in the second episode it's second part it's star receives a visit from flying princess Ponyhead, her best friend from muni Ponyhead is jealous that Marco is Star's best friend on Earth. She invites Star and Marco to various dance clubs, but she competes with Marco for Star's attention and tries to strand him at a video arcade. Meanwhile, guards have not have been hot on Ponyhead's trail. Eventually, King Ponyhead arrives to have the guards take Ponyhead to St. Olga's Reform School for Wayward Princesses. So, yeah, so you have this sort of dynamic of this old friend being jealous of the new friend kind yeah. of thing
1: and the one thing i love about princess pony too i mean part of it is just it's so weird that bit which is which is a hallmark of the show right mm-hmm. i mean just uh, this this floating horse head you know head that um but she's got the dimensional scissors which yes, i think is, that's is right. that's a really such an important storyline component you know of of the show and yeah. and uh she she basically because the pony has you know only has only a floating head she only, like has to regurgitate the scissors kind of I mean, it's kind of weird yeah but, but, yeah uh,
0: well and I would say compared to Gravity Falls uh, where all of the supernatural elements are for the most part it gets a little out of control maybe towards the end but but I, for the most part are grounded in some kind of classic yeah I mean, like classic mythology if that makes sense right oh absolutely called. I mean. Yeah. it's like like zombies
1: yeah that we gnomes uh, monsters and creatures and phenomenon mm, that yes we are familiar with yeah Yeah.
0: in in this like i i did think it was hilarious the uh all of a sudden there's that tetris joke in the middle of the chase (laughs)
1: like
0: that was really funny
1: yeah Uh,
0: but it's all way more surreal and abstract Uh
1: yes It's really, really well said. I just, I feel like this is such an abstract kind of show, which again, I feel like that's what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what, I just feel like that's what the creators set out to do. Uh, It's got, it's got such, it's almost got a very uh, kind of a raw animation Mm -hmm. style. Yeah. uh, Which they're consistent with, you know Mm -hmm. I mean? I just think, I know that it's an intentional, it's an intentional decision. And uh, I mean, it's one of those shows that you see it and you're like, oh yeah, I'm watching star versus forces of evil. It's not like you confuse it, you know, with with anything Mm -hmm. else. I I guess you wouldn't really any of any of the shows we're talking about.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, It's got its own style uh, and that chemistry between Marco and stars, really cute. And uh, it's, it's got some nice humor, like at the end when they say, we can go anywhere in the entire universe. And then they're at home eating nachos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. And, and again, it, that's one of those things you're just like, oh yeah, I mean, these two are good friends, you know, and that that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that kind of brought a, a sense of, of happiness. And I mean, I hate to say it because it's but just kind of comfort. And it was just like a little bit of comfort mm-hmm. in, in a bunch of chaos. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So how well do you think it establishes the characters?
1: Well, I think with that with that uh, pilot, you know, was mm-hmm. maybe that first part, that first part, um, mm-hmm. uh, really good. I mean, I give it a uh, at least a seven.
0: Yeah, that's why I gave it a seven. Yeah, I like it was pretty pretty strong. Uh, and so, is the world building and lore appealing? What do you
1: think? Well, I, honestly, to me, it's I, I just don't find this show th- that appealing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I really would trying to analyze it, and I don't know if it's just style or the humor or the point of view. I mean, I I, I don't really, and sadly, I really can come mm-hmm. up with like a real definitive answer well, other than just like personal taste. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this just isn't a show that I'm just dying see it helped me to understand it a little bit better you know because it's like mm-hmm. well this is actually smart to watch the pilot <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it's, yeah it's, for it's me little, i give it a six
0: that's the same i gave it it's a little spazzy
1: yeah, <laughs> and,
0: yeah. Uh, and so uh yeah i mean i didn't en- i do enjoy the show and it was one that i really wanted to support but maybe that's why i've been a little irregular about it was because it's hard to watch. Uh, a lot of episodes of it it's a little little spazzy about it yeah I I feel I kind of feel the same way about Rick and Morty yeah like I think the Rick and Morty is so artistically ambitious it is Mm -hmm. beautiful and so creative
2: yes but it's so
0: obviously that's like more rated but it's so spastic that I can only handle I cannot binge watch Rick and
1: Morty yeah well exactly and same with this like I after i was done with my you know 22 minutes of of this round i was reminded oh yeah no wonder i don't watch the show a lot or, or see yeah. it, you know when it's on I, I don't
0: so what would you how much does it make you want to watch the episodes and what rating you
1: know, i honestly say a four
0: <laughs> okay yeah i said a six just because i think the star is such a cute character yeah so it's kind of what kept me sort of watching.
1: Well, and it's one of those shows too again like I I wanted it to, to succeed too because I thought uh you know really stoked about the uh the team, you know, behind it. And yeah. and also uh I'm always amazed when when the folks at Disney approve something like this. Yeah, <laughs> <for the show. laughs> cuz it's even though I know that they'll do that with some of these animated shows, but I you know it's kind of cool when 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 mm-hmm. when not that they're going out on some big limb with it, but it's sure different
2: yeah for sure and
1: than, than 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 many things that that uh that Disney produces and puts their name on
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, very good, all right, next we have uh my little pony, French biz Magic, so we're stepping out of out of Disney for a second here. And we, like I said, we did uh, just have our finale that I covered with Palestino. So uh, this is, uh, obviously, was an incredibly iconic show uh, that was developed by Lauren Faust as a reboot of the old show from the uh, 80s, the 80s. Of course, you have the dolls as well. Uh, and, uh, yeah,
1: because Hasbro is like mm-hmm. uh, the... Uh... It's like the Hasbro Studios, isn't it? The one behind, uh, you know, ultimately behind the show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: And there's nine seasons of the show, Friendship is Magic. And uh, it obviously spawned a phenomenon with not only with the targeted demographic of the, you know, with the children, but also with a lot of the older fans. Of course, you have the Bronies, which I've always been a big supporter of the Bronies because... I just feel like it's very easy to criticize men when they like anything that's, that's feminine in quality at all. And I think that's stupid. I think there's nothing wrong with men liking things that are feminine. Who, who cares? They just like things, you know, like, yeah. I just think that's sort of a, a, uh, I think that that is basically kind of a sexist thing. The idea that, Oh, can you like something that's girly? Like it's a quality show. It's well done. Of course they like it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's dumb, and it's not any more stupid for for grown men to play with Star Wars dolls as it is for uh, for, for ponies. They it's just what they happen to like, and it's 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 fine. It's all it's all designed for children, and there's just some adults that like it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's
0: my opinion.
1: I thought the Brony phenomenon was fascinating. Yeah. Um, I uh, I have true confessions, Rachel. <laughs> this is the first time I have ever watched an episode of My Little Pony: Friendship Magic, <laughs> yes. and I got to watch two because the pilot was split into two parts. So yes. I guess I can say I've watched I've watched two episodes. Impressive. But I mean, i you know I follow animation, uh, and and I and I read about the Bronies. I'm not sure if I've ever met a Brony, mm-hmm. but still. I, I yeah it's like more power to you whatever you like yeah. i yeah. mostly i thought the name was funny was awesome you know i just you know, so. yeah. <laughs> that, i mean
0: i think it's but, good if men can can appreciate thing i i don't like that we have these this stuff's for girls this stuff's for boys yeah this, is a,
1: girl show, this is a boy show yeah
0: i think it's good when we can have have quality that's shared by by everybody yeah so friends friendship is magic so the first part is after attempting to warn princess celestia about the return of the wicked nightmare moon twilight sparkle and spike travel to ponyville uh was the the first part and then uh and then nightmare moon challenges the ponies with obstacles they must overcome to find the elements of harmony before it's too late and uh so yeah, this, it's kind of the origin story of Twilight, Twilight Sparkle that uh, how her and the main six, which are the uh, <laughs> the main characters of the show, yeah. how they end up becoming friends and how Twilight Sparkle ends up becoming uh, the head of the basically like this school and uh, ends up in Ponyville. So this is kind of trying to set up all of that. And you have, uh, how she, you get to see how she meets, uh, Pinkie Pie, Applejack, <laughs> Fluttershy, <laughs> Rainbow Dash, and, uh, Rarity, and, like, get everybody, <laughs> I might have get somebody, I say, yeah, yeah, anyway,
1: I need to count, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. so that's the six, and, uh, so, yeah, she, um, uh, she first meets, Rainbow she well, she first meets uh, Pinkie Pie and Applejack, and she meets the whole uh, Apple family, (laughs) and then she meets, she kind of crashes into Rainbow Dash, and we find out that they're kind of sort of pranksters, and uh, and then you have Rarity, who insists that she changes her hair, Uh, and uh, then Fluttershy has the birds and uh, then Pinkie Pie uh surprises her with uh, basically like a party at the library and uh so uh then so she's making all these friends and she realizes she's kind of gotten distracted from finding the elements and then you meet this nightmare moon and uh so anyway the uh the the they end up coming to uh to, to terms with they kind of come coming up against this nightmare moon and uh they end up realizing that the main six are the elements of harmony all six of them because because uh, of so you have applejacks who uh says let let it go and, and you'll be safe that rainbow and fluttershy catch the uh, the objects and uh and then Pinkie pie sings you've got to stand up tall and the the songs are a real standout of the series almost every episode episode has a song oh
1: every every, really
0: pretty much yeah oh wow and they do such a good job with the songs and uh, so uh, then you have rarity who is able to kind of understand the scary dragon or whatever it is kind of uh by talking about his his look and his style and whatever and uh then you have the uh or or the then you have fluttershy with the monster and she's just so kind and sweet and uh and so between the anyway between the five of them and then with twilight six there's the uh, they are the five they're the six elements and you find out that the key to twilight's magic is friendship and so friendship is magic friendship
1: is magic yeah <laughs> Which, so you get of course the name of this you know this episode or this series yeah. as well as it's the name of the pilot right yeah
0: it's- yeah and uh so and, and so this night moon ends up turning into luna you realize that is the sister of celestia and then they end up basically ruling together for the rest while twilight prepares to take over and uh and so if she's going to be in ponyville until as she studies and and uh so yeah it's kind of the start of the series trying to introduce us to our characters and uh so let's talk about uh how do you think it did with that with introducing you to the characters
1: well i thought it was pretty uh good as Mm -hmm. far as you know It was very clear about these characters uh my uh i've got a couple of nieces that adore my little pony and Mm -hmm. they uh so i i guess i should say I, i was grateful actually for some interaction i've had with them because at one point they were showing me their the, the you know, their My Little Pony collection. Mm-hmm. And their favorite one was Twilight Sparkle. Mm-hmm. And uh and so like, oh, so when Twilight Sparkle came on, I was like, Oh <laughs> I, I've I have did this before and, 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 and then to my knowledge she's kind of like the not necessarily the main character, but at least in this in this particular one she's it was kind of her her journey and you know meeting these mm-hmm. people and, and and getting this getting stuff done i i thought you know it, it, it you meet all you meet also you meet all six as well mm-hmm. as some of these supporting characters and and uh i thought i thought that that was pretty effective from mm-hmm. from my perspective i give it I, I mean i'd go high i'd probably give it a nine
0: yeah i think it does really well with characters and my favorite is applejack that he's this is my favorite of the main six. Okay. I think she's really funny, and I I liked how she's introducing him to the whole Apple family, and
1: yeah, the apple that apple family scene. That was funny. Just, that was
0: funny. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, Twilight Sparkle's great. She's definitely basically like your Harry Potter in this world. She's yeah. So I lead. wanted to ask
1: you if she's kind of uh, yeah. She's yeah. okay.
0: And then everybody else is kind of your Hermione's and your yeah, your sort of lead, your Han Solo type. You know, your lead supporting character.
1: Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> so with their own distinctive personalities yeah. and you know, yeah. Uh
0: so I also give it a nine in that regard. So what about the world building and the lore? Well, what do you think?
1: I mean again, this was my this was my first five <laughs> uh-huh. and probably my last. I mean, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. That's okay. um, I, I think just to be fair, I'd I, I'd I'd give it a five, just right okay. in the middle, because again uh, frankly, and I don't know, this maybe fits into this second question, Rachel, but uh, I thought that it had a really interesting animation style. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I thought, uh, I could see how that, it would definitely be appealing. Uh, super colorful, interesting interpretations of what the toys, you know, what the ponies look like. Really cool, cool backgrounds. I mean, kind of almost like a Mary Blair. In a way, you Uh know, super colorful, really stylistic, uh, in a way, flat, you know, flat looking, but in the very, I mean, I mean, that in a complimentary Uh way, you know, just the way, the way that the colors are, 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 are are presented and the, and, and and the different shapes and whatnot. So that part, I, again, it was, it was, I was, I was impressed by it, Uh but you know i have no desire to really watch the show (laughs) (laughs) yeah i that's fair again i don't need to i No, you're fine i am just be
0: honest i i would give it a seven out of ten as far as world building and lore uh i i think if i didn't know some of the things that i know i probably would maybe be a little bit confused about what's going on with some of the things uh but uh but yeah as far as how much does it make me want to watch the show for me personally, I I'd actually go pretty high just because I think I, I would feel pretty sure that everything is going to be positive and there's going to be enough. That's sort of funny and sweet. If I was just looking for something that I wanted, just a, uh, a one time kind of I just want to relax, watch something that'll make me smile. Yeah. Then I think it would be a good choice. And Whereas I feel like with Star, that's something that is less episodic in that feel in that way. Right. Is that you know what I mean? Absolutely. I kinda have to watch the whole season altogether to get the story arc and what's going yeah. on. And yeah. And so I I feel like this is actually pretty high for me as far as uh what I want to watch more, uh, just for that reason. Um, so I actually gave it a nine as far as that because i don't know i just think it's so positive and sweet and yeah i like the music element as well
1: and i'm going to give it a five again i want i yeah. want to watch more because it's just putting myself in the middle of it because again yeah not wanting to be uh critical of it uh just probably not my thing yeah uh, that's do you find i mean rachel are the are are the episodes pretty well contained or is there a yeah. pretty strong story arc throughout? for the
0: most part they're pretty well contained okay and then they'll have the more stronger narrative episodes within the within the season, but for the most part, like this last season,
1: yeah,
0: almost every episode was self contained until okay. your finale actually okay so uh, but yeah, all right, then we have adventure time, and adventure time went on for ten seasons,
2: yeah,
0: highly praised many Emmys it even won a Peabody award, yeah. A huge hit uh it started in uh 2010 and went all the way until this last year so it was a huge achievement for them and uh, it starred uh you had tom kenny in this uh jeremy Shadow john dimaggio uh you had a huge crew that was part of it and uh the the idea is it sort of drew inspiration from things like Dungeons and dragons video mm-hmm. also video games like mm-hmm. fortnite and stuff like that uh or not fortnite what's that one um
1: uh minecraft um,
0: Minecraft. that's what i meant to say yeah. <laughs> yeah. minecraft uh and so it yeah, definitely a unique visual style and this first episode is slumber party panic trouble in lumpy
1: space yeah so again kind of the classic two like two eleven minute. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: and the first part is Princess Bubblegum and Finn create these candy uh, zombies that come from the uh, from the earth, and they proceed to get ready to attack the candy people. And but the problem is, is that the candy people explode when they get scared. So they have to work really hard to make everything seem fun. Yeah. And it's a slumber party versus. <laughs> the uh that yeah so they're, like, they're, they're, they're they're
1: under attack <laughs> yeah so they're
0: attacking things and instead of it being zombies they say that they blindfold them all and say they're attacking pinatas uh and i did die laughing with the uh with the seven minutes in heaven joke i thought that was really
1: funny <laughs> so fun i mean this show is so out there but it's funny and you, you know i mean i get why it, it's had the longevity. That, mm-hmm. you know, that it's had, even with some change, you know, in their creative team and whatnot, Pendleton board yeah. left part way through the run, I know, and, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, it's, yeah, th- there was so much funny stuff in that. I thought the pinatas, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was great, uh, very clever of, of Finn, you know, to, to, uh, to Dillard's.
0: Yeah, and it was also funny when the, uh, the guardians of the royal, royal promise that, Show up and he has to then answer uh, math questions and, <laughs> <laughs> in order to get the uh, so the decorpsinator serum and everything and uh, so yeah that was pretty funny and uh, and then the lumpy space princess yes <laughs> you have the dog Jake he starts turning lumpy
1: lumpy yeah. uh, a cloud bites him. Right yeah. and then
0: <laughs> so then they have to look for the antidote, and so Finn uh they get to a point where Finn has to go lumpy in order to help Jake at this pro- it's the prom coming oh they have God. with the lumpy people, and you have to sit on the antidote to not be lumpy, and so they kind of go back and forth and and this also reminded me a lot of Rick and Morty.
1: Yeah, real the, the tone, definitely the tone and the humor. Yeah. Uh, those cloud characters were so funny. I thought mm-hmm. they were just, again, classic adventure time. And so uh, just, yeah, they're like these valley girls, but they're I mean, <laughs> kind of like mean girls almost though too, right? The way that these clouds are, I don't know. How would you describe them?
0: Yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of catty.
1: Yeah, but just and just the 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 way that they're talking. Yeah, you know, anyway, it's mm-hmm. it. I thought it was really funny. I laughed a lot.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's not really my. And this is why I've been kind of hesitant to watch it because this was my first time I'd seen it. To be honest, because um, I don't know for some reason I could just tell I didn't know if it was quite my sense of humor. Yeah, Uh it's a little. <sighs> Gosh, how do I explain it? It's, I don't know. I prefer stuff. I prefer jokes that are a little more, kind of grounded in something that I know a little bit mm-hmm. more than just sort of craziness. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if that makes sense.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. As I said, my experience with this show, I've I've watched it a handful of times. I I'm I by no means a, you know, a, a regular or an aficionado. I I think I've seen it enough to maybe appreciated it some but I, I'm with you overall it almost is like too out there yeah because I, mean, I prefer to, Star I really enjoy it
0: I prefer Star over this because there's just like a sweetness to yeah. Star which is more my personality mm-hmm. than this and I'm sure over 10 seasons it got sweeter but I'm kind of missing the Mabel character and missing the Star character that kind of yeah. character that's just really sweet and really likable and that i can kind of latch on to for this uh some
1: ways this show kind of almost reminds me like of like a futurama or something where Mm -hmm. uh you know you kind of get these characters that you 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 almost like know how they're going to respond
2: and and, and, and
1: they're all snarky and and uh yeah again i haven't watched enough to know all the different uh arcs for these characters and you know and whatnot to really to really be able to describe that but it's one of those shows that i just feel like again which is kind of i think i think it's a really iconic show of this decade in that uh like just kind of like overall weirdness in in animation was what was valued instead of uh kind of story heart and character um it's almost like you know having to have this really uh edgy look and point of view is what is what's a value again and sometimes i just want to watch a show and 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 laugh
0: yeah yeah
1: and and, uh, like i want to watch um dexter's laboratory (laughs) Mm -hmm. or something like that again Pretty or, traditional in a lot of ways, but just funny.
0: A really good example of what you're talking about, and I considered it for this series. Maybe we'll have to do another episode because there's so many iconic shows. But I really thought of We Bear Bears in that regard because yeah. it is. Funny. It is a funny, funny show. Mm-hmm. But it's all set in our like normal world, but it's just these bears and they're ridiculous yeah. and hilarious. Right. And so I'm definitely way more attracted to that kind of thing. Or even the friendship is magic, where I just feel like there's a sweetness to it that it's just kind of relaxing yeah. to watch. Whereas yeah. I feel like there's something about this, maybe even a little bit star. Uh there's something a, a little bit stressful about this to me. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of so I don't know. Well uh,
1: I'm with you, and I, I honestly feel like sometimes Rachel, I just feel like I don't get the joke, and yeah, um, and so, and again, maybe I'm just, I just maybe just don't get the joke. But then also, I just think, well, why are they making it so hard for me to get, get the yeah. joke? Right? Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I gave this for how well does it establish characters.
1: I give it a five. Oh, yeah. Because I, I feel like it didn't establish them at all. No. Uh, in fact, that's what kind of surprised me. In fact, half, way through that first, you know, that first uh, episode, I was like, I wonder if I'm watching the wrong. <laughs> 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 there's no setup. It just starts.
0: Right. Because at least Star, it's, it gives their backstory about why she's sent there and she's this alien. Yeah,
1: yeah. or this just, it's just going. And- mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so I gave it a five.
1: Yeah, I get um, I I give it a five. Or I yeah, I gave it a five. Yeah. You know I mean, that's just uh, it. It just it is what yeah. it is. You know? I do
0: I do like the animation, and so I gave is the world building and lore appealing. I gave it, and I think it's pretty creative. So I gave it a six.
1: Yeah, see, I gave it a six too because I think that it's really creative, but. That's weird because it, it, it's somewhat appealing, but again, it's not also a real an animation style that I'm personally drawn to, for yeah. lack of a better word. Me too. Same yeah.
0: same with me. It's more of us. I'm more of a traditionalist, more like "Friendship is Magic," than I am a surrealist kind of person. So, all right. So, does it make how much does it make you want to watch more episodes? I yeah i also gave it a yeah four or five Four
1: or five i mean it just again it's not like, like it really drew uh, me in
0: i'm more interested just for the fact that it won so many awards and it yeah. did so well more than i am for the fact that i really liked it is that yeah. yeah
1: i mean i the whole lumpy stuff that i did i, I laughed quite a few times during that 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 mm-hmm. that segment but so I, so I, thought to myself, I wonder if there are more episodes that are like this, that are you mm-hmm. know really funny rather than just unusual. And, yeah. and uh, but again, it did like make me want to <laughs> watch my, the, a lot my, more.
0: My favorite joke was definitely the seven minutes in heaven. That that I thought was really <laughs> funny, but anyway so the last show that we watched the pilot uh was steven universe and this i guess there is like a lost pilot i think i, I read
2: yes. But, uh,
1: yes that's not what we saw that's not what we saw
0: <laughs> we saw gem glow and laser light cannon uh the first official episode of the show and Gem Glow is, Stephen is disappointed that his favorite ice cream sandwich brand, Cookie Cat, gets taken off the market. He soon cheers up upon discovering that the gems managed to get hold of some of the last remaining Cookie Cats, which he comes to believe may be the key to activating his gem. So that's the first one of Gem Glow. And I've watched a few episodes of Steven Universe. I've never really been able to get into it frankly that's why i haven't watched more of it um i did watch the movie this year uh, oh, okay. just because i try to watch everything and a bunch of my friends said oh you don't need to watch it and i quite i actually thought it was sweet and i enjoyed the movie uh pretty well uh but i i so i'm like a little bit aware of what's going on here but i'm not certainly no expert that's for sure and
1: yeah. And I'm the yeah. same too, Rachel, because I I've I, I've been full aware that Steven Universe existed, and I'm you know I, I know what the character looks like, and you know I've seen advertisements for it on, on Cartoon Network and and, uh, and merchandise, you know, and stuff. But I just but I've never watched. This is the first time I've ever watched a full episode
2: mm-hmm.
1: of it. I'm, i yeah, maybe it's seen a couple minutes here and there, but, but yeah. yeah first time
0: so basically steven lives with the crystal gems garnet amethyst and pearl and uh he is you're supposed to channel energy through your gem but he can't control his gem but he starts to think this cookie cat ice cream might be the key to controlling the gem
1: yeah they're these ice cream sandwiches Mm -hmm. that that look like a cat
0: and they come up against this this uh cat and it's the centipede uh giant centipede and uh yeah they have to try to try to activate the gems and kind of goes uh back and forth and everything and and still not my favorite i don't know what's missing for me with the show uh it i don't know because i do like steven as a character i think he's pretty sweet character and i love i love any character that gets ridiculously excited for weird stuff like that that's kind of <laughs> funny and like his excitement and sadness over the ice cream
1: yeah that was it was cute fun. that was fun yeah it was cute i love how they let him take home the uh the freezer yeah you know
0: yeah that was that was cute i yeah. think i i don't think the show at least in these early episodes i don't think it does a great job at establishing characters.
1: I don't think it did a good job at all. I don't think I think other than just like it presented the characters like okay, here they are, but we really don't know anything about them other than they've got this this gem power that they're able, you know, to to channel and then those the, at least the three, the three women and yeah. then they're helping they're helping Steven. Uh I was really almost kind of puzzled by it because Thought uh, well, clearly, I guess it's a show you have to keep watching maybe to get more into. Uh, I really would love to hear from you know your great <laughs> uh, followers, you know yeah. what they uh, what they like about it and what you know what what's appealing to them because I, uh, I, it's one of those two. I guess I just I didn't feel like I understood it. Yeah. Uh, not that I needed to. I just I, and I thought that's probably the point is that this is just supposed to be kind of random and mysterious. Well, I think maybe. that the gems
0: are built up over time because people will get very attached to these characters, but in this pilot they were just kind of like roommates. It was it was confusing and yeah. they were raising him, but but then we get into the second one laser light cannon and there's this red eye that's going to crash into Beach City, so Steven's talking to his
1: dad. yeah, we meet Steven's dad, so Steven's got like a sh- human, human dad, yeah, and then this this mother, who sounds like she's passed away, right
0: Yeah, that a mom gave up her magical powers in order to make Stephen. Yeah yeah, and so he now has her gem, mm-hmm. and it will the can they have this cannon, and it will only work with Steven's gem. So there's
1: kind of yeah. That. So and I'm kind of a sucker for these family stories like that. I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. You know, like an interesting point when, when in that second part of the episode we meet yeah dad and we learn that Stephen's kind of half human and half magical or whatever you know whatever you call it or because he's got that because he's got that gem, and Stephen is cute and uh, you know i guess he's an appealing character sympathetic character maybe i should say but the again the whole thing seemed kind of uh cold to me mm-hmm. you know and uh again kind of like the, cool, the visuals were cool when when the three the three ladies were using their gems like they go into some kind of a cool almost like uh X-Men, like Storm mm-hmm. or something, you know,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's
1: that, that uh, it's kind of cool and, 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 and visually appealing. But again, I thought, wow, I guess I'm going to have to watch this more if I choose to, you know, to try to understand what's going on. And, I, and so that, to me, kind of begged the question, what's so appealing about this show? like why why are people why, why is this show popular mm. that's what I'd love, yeah. I'd love to hear i'd love to hear someone explain it to me because I, I i sure didn't get it from just watching this pilot
0: yeah i think so i think it's a little little confusing i know that the mo- that the not the movie the show really speaks to sort of uh different uh different groups underrepresented groups yeah uh, lgbt right uh, which has I mean,
1: been a huge part of its popularity which is you know important mm-hmm. for sure yeah.
0: and i i think that it's partly that you know everybody has their unique power their unique thing their th- things that makes them special and that they matter uh, is i think a big appeal uh but uh yeah i don't know i'm still not quite getting it but i my my friend Jonathan did say that 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 the he was like oh the pilot's not very good you won't like it
1: <laughs> No, I don't know <laughs> he, he warned you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so yeah I give for how well it establishes the characters I give it a three I think it's the worst out of all of these I mean I don't know I think, think, know. It was,
1: I, think you, I think it gave Red. us the least amount of information in all of the shows. You Even really, at the time, it's like yeah. learn, I think more about about the characters. You
0: really yeah. only learn a little bit about Stephen. You don't know about any of the other
1: characters. Yeah, so I'd I, I give it low, too. I mean, I was thinking kind of three or four. Probably. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, so, is the world building and lore appealing? There's that kind of that heart to it as far as Stephen as a character. Uh, and... So I, I I'm gonna give it a five.
1: Yeah, I give it a five.
0: Yeah, five. And I have enough of five as far as make me want to watch more episodes. I just
1: can't get into this show. I what I felt was this show, it might really have a payoff, but you're gonna have to work for it. Yeah, you know, like this is, this is, I'm gonna have to devote a bunch of time to try to 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 to, to watch all these episodes. And yeah again and I, I don't fault the show for 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 being deliberate that way for me it's just more like is this something that i want to spend my discretionary time mm-hmm. with and i'm not sure because at
0: least with well at least with frenchman's magic like i said there's a sweet message and there's a song in almost every episode so at least it has that at least with star versus the forces of evil you have the relationship that you immediately know about between marco and star that's appealing at least to me uh and then adventure time I don't know which one is less appealing to me, There's, but at least it, it seemed like it was a lot funnier than anything yeah. got in Steven Universe.
1: So... Right. Because that's the one thing I wondered also about Steven Universe too, is that if if it also could be um, maybe more dramatic than mm-hmm. these other ones that we watch in comparison, you know? I mean, yeah. Gravity Falls really plays just like a straight-up comedy. You know, yeah. with with... With some kind of thrills, put in and an occasional, you know, kind of warm fuzzies. But it's 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 comedy, right? And and uh, uh, Adventureland or excuse me, Adventure Time probably funnier. I agree. I agree with you ben, than than uh, than Steven Universe. I just yeah, I was just wondering if Steven Universe was really going to go not necessarily dark, but maybe kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I'd be mm-hmm. interested to. You need to be educated <laughs> yes, let us know let us know so yeah
0: i definitely i mean my i guess it makes sense that the ones that i've actually watched all of them uh are the ones that i've already watched more of them is obviously going to be the ones that are going to appeal to me the most because they literally have already appealed to me <laughs> yeah they
1: already did the job of, of, of
0: getting your, your
1: attention and your yeah. interest so You're keeping
0: it yeah so I would probably rank it as Gravity Falls, Friendship is Magic, Star Wars, the Forces of Evil, and then Adventure Time and
1: Steven Universe. Yeah, see, for me, I'd go Gravity Falls, Adventure Time, um, and then the other one's kind of like all together. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah,
0: so let us know your thoughts. And I specifically did not pick over the garden wall in this because I don't want to just watch talk about the pilot of that I don't want to talk about the whole thing. It, it's yeah,
1: I mean that's only be, two hours, right? I mean that, <laughs> that that is such a such a self-contained, yeah. yeah so we'll uh, talk word. about that
0: in another day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> day but yeah, exactly. Good point. Uh, so anyway, let us know if you liked this. Do you think it was a fun format? We could do more like this uh, if you'd like. Uh, if or do you? what do you think do you think it was an interesting exercise uh i, I think it was i'm glad we did it i think it i'm really fun. glad we
1: did it too mm-hmm. and thank and thank you to you and to all of your wonderful listeners for putting up with my ignorance on these programs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Me i really, really enjoy being able to watch them and to learn more so mm-hmm. thank you. yeah uh,
0: so yeah let us know your comments it, your thoughts in the comments below and also on twitter we'd love to talk about it And so Stanford, where can people find you?
1: Yeah, so I'm on Twitter, at Stanford Clark. And then I have a movie blog and podcast that can be found at moviespastandpresent.com. Great.
0: And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes, and you, if you can leave your ratings and reviews, we really appreciate it on iTunes, and if you can subscribe to the channel, give us a thumbs up, uh, we really appreciate that if you're listening on YouTube, and so we'll be back next month with something fun to talk about, and so yeah, again, let us know your thoughts, and we will talk to y'all later.
2: Thank you, bye!